Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of this podcast. Um, it's called One Wicket, One Goal, where I just talk about soccer and cricket news, what's going on in the respective worlds, in the respective matches, what's going on with the players, all the backhand stuff. Um, I would be posting daily, and then maybe shortening it down to once a week, because I obviously go to school, and you know, I don't want any clashes, because school comes first. Um, but yeah, I'll be posting daily content, showing everything, um, you know, all the cricket that's going on right now, India's playing England, all the soccer news going around, La Liga, Bundesliga, Premier League is back, Arsenal and Brentford just played, and I, and Brentford won 1-0, a big surprise, kind of, but yeah, um, so stick around, uh, this is gonna be, uh, this is on the RSS website, so you can check it out. Um, my Instagram is at auditorology. You can always check it out. Um, you, if you want to email me, it's one wicket one goal at gmail dot com. Um, I'll obviously put it in the description box, but you can always check it out. And my podcasts aren't going to be that long, thirty, forty five minutes. You know, you know, while you're going to work, or you know, while you're just bored and don't want to do you know have screen time or you know you're just sitting there idle you know and you want to catch up and you're too lazy to i've done all the math for you and i can really help you so today england has just played um england uh just played india today it was in England's home ground. It was a very, very brilliant test. Brilliant few days of test match. Um, I'm just pulling up the match statistics right now. So, obviously, India looked like in cruise control. Um, Obviously, stumps for day one. England trail by 245 runs, but India looked very solid batting-wise. Um, India looked very, very nice with their batting. Everyone contributed how much ever they could. But I was disappointed with uh, Jinky Rahane and Chateshwar Pujara. You know, they could have made more, you know, striked a bit hard. They were really playing on the back foot, and they didn't seem very comfortable on the crease. Rohit Sharma and KRL had a really good partnership, but unfortunately, Rohit Sharma got out, um, making 83 off 145 balls, 11 fours, one six. He actually hit um, four fours uh, in one over off Stan Curran. He wasn't bowling great line length, and and his pace wasn't that fast. Fast, um, and overall, his bowling was just not good. And I think and Rohit Sharma really pounced on that opportunity. I think in one in one ball he actually came forward and you know hit the ball, waited it for it, and uh, yeah, Rochemo looked in really cruise control. At one point you had Rochemo who's already hit 50, and then you have Carol who's still on 16 runs, which is mad. And then obviously Rochemo got out, so and then Carol and Chitesha Pujara played, and Carol really took on the job of as an aggressor. When Rochemo and Carol were batting, it was mostly 
it was mostly Rochama being the aggressor and Kilral, you know, wearing down the bowlers and setting up for Rochama. But after Rochama uh, went one down, I think he got the idea or the the motive to, you know, really pounce on his opportunity. And he's a really great striker of the ball. Great on the offside. Not too good on the left side, but pretty really plays towards the back. Really good offside player. So it's good having such a player. And he actually did score quite a lot. 129 off 250. That's, I think, of his first test century uh, in a very, very long time. 12 fours, 1 six. But it was just not not that many bound sixes or boundaries, I'm according. But the w just the way that he played, how he struck the ball, even if you were just getting, even if you were just defending, or you know the fielder was there to you know collect it. But no, it's just it was just the way how he was batting really was a pleased to the eye. On the other hand, Chateshwar Pujar really looked a struggle out on the pitch. He wasn't really you know flourishing with the bat. He wasn't you know. He he got one lucky four. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he got one lucky four. Bear, it was too wide off Johnny Bearstow's third slip. But I feel like, but but I feel like yeah. I think it's time that they bring someone on. But later we're gonna talk about what th what they can do to improve the lineup. Uh, and then obviously Virat Kohli came. I think when Virat Kohli came, Kale Raul was in the was in the flourish of hitting. So what I think. He did was because he only made 42 off 103 balls. So we let Kailal take the aggressive, take the aggressive part of the crickets of the day, and you know he really sat down and you know tried to take on Kailal's role when he was batting with Rochama. So I think he put in a great shift. Um, three fours, one four was really lucky. I mean he just went through Joss Butler. I think it actually hit the stumps. The commentators were saying it actually hit the stumps, but the bales didn't fall off. But he played nice. I mean, nice to see him get some runs, you know, build confidence. And then you have Anjiki Rahane, one run of 23 balls, didn't do much. And you have Rishabh Pant, who really, you know, who really came in smashed. I mean, 37 of 58 balls, five fours. He really shows that intent that he wants to hit when he comes out. You, when he comes out, you're like, oh, okay, so. Uh, he's a hit and a miss. He's like our Joss Butler. He's a hit and a miss. Either he's gonna whack, 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 or he's gonna get out. He's gonna play a stupid, really dumb shot, and he's gonna get out. But then him and Ravinder Jadeja partnered up well. They put up a great shift. And then after they two got out, the one started to drip, 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 drip. Yeah. Um, Ishan Sharma just made eight runs. Rest were just out on zero. Apart from Mohamed Siraj, he didn't even bat. But not that is a bad thing, but I really feel like India have their batting and bowling really sorted out well. If if maybe you know Pajara or Jinkar Rahane, one of them put in a good shift, you know maybe a 30, 40 runs, or 20, 20 runs at least or 30 runs. I mean India could be in f in the 400s right now, but it is what it is. I think even in their provisional squad they have Surya Kumar Yadav so I really think that they should try Surya Kumar Yadav for that for either Jadeshwar Pajara or Jinkar Rahane you know trust the youngsters I know it's a big test you've been I mean you're putting him against Stuart Broad and Jimmy Adamson but I think he can take it um on the other hand England's bowling 
they were okay. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> um, they were they were pretty good, decent. Apart from James Anderson, got a fifer. It was really good. Seven made in the um sixty two runs, bowled the most overs. So no, the second most overs. Um, Ollie Robinson did bowl thirty two overs, ten made in, only two wickets, but seventy three runs. He leaked too many runs. These two were the best bowlers out on the pitch. Um, for England, obviously. Um, and then Sam Curran, he did not have a really good game. I mean, only two maidens in 22 overs. That's not that's not a really good score for such a bowler like him who had a really good IP first half of the IPL, as you could say for the Chennai Super Kings. You know, getting them to some no last season, sorry. Um, getting them to some sort of you know scores when they were really bad and when they were really struggling. Mark Wood uh, had it. Yeah, he was really decent. He was decent. Leaked too many runs though. Ninety-one of twenty-four. Um, but yeah, I really think that the two wickets really comforted him a little. And then Mo and Ali, they just needed one spinner in there. But they were bowling with one, two, three, four. They were bowling with five bowlers, which is kind of weird. And just once, one and just one spinner, which I really feel like could be weird okay so now we're gonna go to england's batting obviously that has not finished yet but we're just gonna assess the three that the f five batsmen that have bat that are batted or batting um so we have rory burn rory joseph burns he made 49 of 136 of decent shift a very nice shift actually gave england a good start dom sibley 11 of 44 with just a 1-4. I feel like Rory Burns needs a partner who can, who can, you know, take in the role of either defending or being aggressive. I feel like Dom Sibley is just in the middle. Need, because if you have Rory Burns on the other end, he can, you know, really hit the ball nicely, has a good drive. So I really feel like Dom Sibley should be on the, uh, Dom Sibley, maybe not the other end. Maybe you open with Joe Root and, play Dom Sibley down a little because I feel like that can really help England um or you could even play or you can even try someone you can even try out someone new like you don't have to play Dom Sibley I think that's where they're really hurting themselves they're they're opening and then they're one down Hasib Hamid no one has heard of him you're playing such a young player I'm pretty sure You're playing a really young player against a very strong, strong England bowling side. He is, he is, he is, how old is he? He's not that young. Yeah, he's only 24. I mean, yeah, he is pretty old, but, um, I'm just saying that maybe, and he's, and he's not that, he doesn't have that many caps for England. He's, he made his debut in, um, in November 2016 and after that I don't think we have seen him a lot but um I feel like he can really not be such a aggressor um uh, maybe he, I don't know his playing style I mean he got out on the very first ball by Mohammed Suraj nice of a ball but I really feel like they need you know someone solid in that number three like you have Virat Kohli or Kane Williamson or you know maybe Joe move Joe Root up the order and, and get you know a spinner but yeah then you have Joe Root captaining the side. I mean, they're still, they both were playing. 
good as their respective numbers, 48 of 75 for Joe Root and 6 of 17 for Bearstow. And I really think that India's bowling is really well. I mean, they have they have a really bowl, nice bowling tactical setup. You bowl, I, you gave Ishan Sharma and Mohammed Shami the new ball. Oh, sorry, the Ishan Sharma and Mohammed Siraj the new ball who can really spin, a uh, spin, not not spin. Sorry, um, swing the ball. And the very the new ball. I'm feeling like Ishan Sharma. He can really get the swing in, and once he get the swing in, swing in. He he can be deadly. Mohammed Shami, he picked up a wicket, really nice. Rory Burns because if he if we did not we why am I saying we um if India did not pick up the wicket of Rory Burns then I think he could really be a hassle, a pain in the butt to deal with because he's a re once he gets set he he can really flourish. We saw in the 2019 Ashes, uh, one in Australia really let him get set and then they smashed because they were focusing more on Joe Root and the other big batsmen. So he's more like an underdog, but India saw the whole pitch all around. And then you have Mohamed Siraj, beauty. He's bowling really well for India now. We've got Dam Sibli and Hasib Hamid. Both got out to Mohamed Siraj. A, bowl, a bowler and a half. And then you've obviously got Boomerah and Ravinder Jadeja, the OGs. Boomer pick up a Pfeiffer last test match, which ended in a draw, unfortunately. Um, because of rain, sad to see for both teams actually. But yeah, I really feel like India have a good setup going. All they maybe need to switch up for their test match team, or only talk about test match here, is maybe bring in someone younger for either Chitesh or Pujara and Rahane because. Pajara is what? He's like, what, 37, 38? Yeah, oh, he's 33. Sorry, my bad. That's my bad. Um, But he's not been performing well. Sorry, Pajara. He's 33. Um, But he's not been performing well for India lately. Even flat before, um, even in the previous test match India played against England, even the World Test Championship. I think after 2018... Australia, no, 2019 Australia. Um, yeah, I think 20. Was it 2018 or 2019? Yeah, I think it was ah 2018, 2018. Um, just before New Year's in December. Um, I think that was where he we really saw the niceness of Pajara. You know, well that's when I saw. He really played nicely, you know, he had a good flourish. He really solidified the innings where and he really just stood there. He was like he was glued to the pitch. Now I feel like he's glued to the He's I think now that he has so much pressure after that test match, he hasn't been really performing for India that well after that test match. Even when they played Australia this uh this year. They didn't last year, sorry, in December, but I don't he didn't even play. He didn't play that well, and I really feel like something needs to go on. Otherwise, you know, it could really hurt them. And Engl and then in once, and then it could be really a confidence destroyer. You know, not a destroyer, but it could really bring out the confidence, bring down the confidence of Pajar and then the morale of the team. So I feel like getting someone in like Surya Kumar Yadav 
is really is really key because he's young. He's showing good potential. He's got good strokes on the ball. He's thirty, a bit younger. Um, but yeah, cricketers play a lot. Play till they're a bit old. Not not that it's a bad thing, but it's just that type of sport. And but yeah. Um, he is a very good player. He's showing great potential. He's driving the ball well, driving it well, and everything. You maybe want to try Ishan Kishan. You know, maybe. Uh, good backup. I mean, you already got Kale Rowland Punt in the team, but you don't have to make him keep. You can just make him b bat. He's 23. The more chances you give him, the more he's going to grow. Um, I think that he played really well in the ODI series against Australia. Uh, against Australia, he's playing well in the IPL and everything. So I really feel like if they start playing Suri Kumar Yadav and Dhoni, they could, uh, not Dhoni, um, Ishan Kishin. They could really, really, it could really improve their game. Now, as for England, there's a lot of changes. As we talked about, a solid opener and a solid number three. Also, I feel like they could really work on getting another solid spinner. I feel like Moen Ali is not the spinner you want to have in your team. I mean, he's like a cameo batsman. Either he performs for you 100%. Or he doesn't perform for you at all, and he's just absent on the field. Like you just make him feel. That's it. And he's gonna, sh and he shows really bad numbers lately. Um, yeah, he's been playing well in the IPL, but playing international in IPL is very different. Even before I think he joined K um, CSK for RCB, even he before he wasn't playing that well. And I feel like that isn't the way to go in cricket. You need someone need a spinner because looking at the pitch I mean you need that many fast bowlers but one spinner you know could really hurt um, as much as it hurts me saying this because I'm an Indian really could really hurt India's batsmen because you've got you've got Stuart Board Stuart Board bro Broad sorry and James Anderson two one of the best bowlers in two of the best bowlers in the world and then you've got Ollie Robinson and then Mark Wood to back them up Sam Curran is young uh, I'm gonna let him off but um if his performance continues in test match, I think England will have to find a replacement. Also, their batting lineup does look okay-ish, I would say. I mean, after Johnny Bairstow, Joss Butler is going to come in. And then they have no solid batsmen. They have one, two, three, four, five, six. They're playing with six batsmen. And then you have Moen Ali and Sam Curran, who can, who are the who can basically who are basically all rounders but I wouldn't count um Moen Ali on batting. I wouldn't count him on batting. You know, he can he can't be the aggressor on the ball. We have we haven't seen much of him lately other than the IPL of course but but I really feel like if he can if he can perform, you know, maybe in IPL then maybe England use him just for te for white ball cricket, not red ball cuz red ball is a totally different league I mean test matches like 10 steps ahead it's just fun to look at and everything but I'm not sure and then uh, Sam Curran yeah I mean he's young you've got to give him opportunities just like Ishan Kishin but um, if his performance keep come keep coming like this in red ball cricket maybe stick to him in white ball I mean that's what good um, India are doing they're not mixing their red red white ball players their main red white Red ball players is obviously Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli. You have Rishabh Pant, Jadeja, Bumrah, Siraj. Yeah, these are all 
that play, you know, these are the big boys. But then they have Kale, um, Chidejwik Bajara, Ajinka Rahani, Ishant Sharma, Muhammad Shami also nowadays only only plays test match, which is nice. Um, it's it's not it's not bad. That's why they have that, you know, they have that will that they want to start playing because test matches does not happen that much other than um, white ball cricket. So I feel like having those few players that you know that can really that only play test matches that is a very good thing. I mean, yeah, they have Rory Burns and Dom Sibley and Ollie Robinson, but I feel like they need to just if they sort out their opening and their number three, and they get in a s nice. Solid spinner, like, oh, yeah, they have Jack Leach. Why don't they use Jack Leach? Jack, Jack Leach is a great bowler. We saw in the Ashes, he was really stalling time. Um, but, yeah, he's a great bowler, bowl, bowler, and he can really provide something different. He can really, really provide something different in the bowling attack. Um, you obviously, and then you obviously have West Indies versus Pakistan. Today, uh, not yeah, you had West Indies versus Pakistan. Um, today also, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, obviously, this is not, um, obviously, um, yeah, so, sorry for the delay, it was just loading, um, uh, Pakistan batted first, obviously, um, but, uh, yeah, and they had really good cameos, but they had no one to stay there for long. You had Imran Butt and Amid Ali not, um, got out early. I'm not saying they're bad, but they got out early, which did not give, um, give Pakistan a solid start. And then you have, uh, Azhar Ali, who came in decent, um, 17 off 79, you know, he didn't know what he was doing, because there was no um, base. There was no solid base for them to bat. Bob Rosen came, and then when Bob Rosen came and got out, that's when the run started to come. You, you had Bob Rosen on 30, followed a, a s alarm, sorry, for f uh, 56 runs. Mohammed Rizwan, 23. Fahim Ashraf, 44. These, these four batsmen really aggressed the ball, yet Followed Alam hitting six fours, five fours, eight fours, f one um four fours. So you had really these four really aggressed, and that led them to two seventeen. But if maybe say Followed Alam didn't hit his fifty six, I think it would would have been a different situation. And then obviously it did not look too well for them at the end. Um, we'll just talk about. Western these bowlers, and then we'll go on to speaking about what they can improve on Pakistan. So their bowling, they had Kimar Roach, Jaden Seals, Kyle Myers, Jason Holder, Rostin Chase, and Jomel Warikin. Um, uh, Jomel Warikin only bowled an over, you know, just to switch up the scene a little. I think Kimar Roach, one of the uh, one of the key bowlers for uh, West Indies, had a nice. Bowling nice, 16, 4 maidens, 47 runs, 2 wickets, an economy of 2.94. Really good uh, uh, stats all, all around and was bowling pretty nice balls um, overall. Jaden Seals, 16 overs, um, pretty much the same 
stats, but he leaked more runs, but he got a more wicket than Kimar Roach. Kyle Myers, um, pretty much this pretty average. Um, I wouldn't put past him. 14 overs, 5 maidens, 28 runs, 1 wicket, but good good number of maidens. You have Jason Holder, obviously, a great bowler, nice bowler. I think he bowled the last over um, before Pakistan got, uh, when Pakistan got all out. Um, Jason Holder, 15.3, 3 maidens, 26 runs, 3 wickets. He really played a big part, you know, getting getting big players out like you, he got. Um, he got Fawad Alam out. You got uh, Muhammad Ruswan, uh, Muhammad Ruswan out. Um, so yeah, and then he got Muhammad Abbas out to seal out the game. But yeah, it was a seal out the inning. Sorry, it was a really good performance from the from the West Indies fast bowlers, and then the spinners. Eh. So the spinners didn't didn't look that all good because um, it was more of a pacey pitch and the ball was really coming onto the bat nicely. Um, so as for um, as for West Indies batting, they made 251 for eight, and I don't I didn't think they declare yet. Yeah, they didn't declare yet. Um, Craig Brathwaite, oh my God, I feel for him. 97 runs, um, just short of. 100, but he put in a really good shift, a really, really good shift, actually. 97 and 221 balls, 12 fours. This is the kind of start um, Pakistan needs. If they got that start from at least one of their innings, or just half, just like a 50, or like at least hitting that 30, 35 mark, then it would really set the solid base for them. And I think they didn't have, I think, I don't think um, pa Pakistan really had that to work with. That's why they were really, you know, shooken up. And then two um, ducks, and then Austin Chase and Jermaine Blackwood really put in a nice shift to bring um, revamp the whole innings with 21 and 22 respectively. Kyle M Meyer Myers um, didn't got on our first ball duck from by Shaheen Afridi. Um, it was a really good ball. And then you have Jason Holder who put in a really good shift of 58 and one away. I feel like he should have come above. Kyle Myers, you know, to keep the flow going, because he had Rostin Chase, Jermaine Blackwood, and you, I was kind of, I would have banked Jason Holder to make more runs than Kyle Myers, so I would have put Jason Holder before Kyle Myers, and then Joshua De Silva, Kimar Roach, made, uh, put in a good shift, and then Jamal Warikin put in a good shift, and then you just, you obviously have Jaden Seals to bat, but yeah, I feel like the runs have not um, they had a few scares with Kyron Powell, Boner, Myers, um, but all getting out in zeros. But each player, I feel like, is contributing the most that they can. Even if they're just getting 20, 20 plus, they're they're still con contributing um, to the s the overall score. Now looking at Pakistan's um, bowlers, bowling options um, that they used. Uh, Mohammed Abbas, Shaheen Afridi, obviously, Yasser Shah, one of the best in the business, Fahim Ashraf, and Hassan Ali. Now, Mohammed Abbas, 21 overs, 9 maidens, 42 runs, um, 3 wickets, a really good shift. I mean, he was getting a wicket every 7 overs, which is really nice, um, considering that the, considering that West Indies were really in good flow while batting.
um, Yachahin Guidi, who's a really, who's a really upcoming bowler, and um, he he was bowling really nice balls on the pitch, just 20 over, 20 overs, well, I think just 20 overs, 20 overs, five maidens, 59 runs, two wickets. He he leaked a bit more runs, but I feel like the ball he was bowling, you know, to get those dot balls was nicely bowled. Um, Yasser Shah with 13 overs, 46 runs, just the one maiden, but no wickets. As I was saying, Yasser Shah, look, it, w it wasn't much of a spinner's pitch, so instead of giving the 13 overs to Yasser Shah, you saw in the first over, Rostin Chase and and Jomel Warkin weren't get weren't getting that many um weren't getting that many wickets and they weren't the ball wasn't spinning too much so why give 13 overs to a solid solid spinner Fahim Ashraf um um he he put in a good shift too 14 overs six maidens 37 runs one wicket um. Um, and then you have Hassan Ali, 19 overs, 4 maidens, 1 wicket, pretty nice, decent um, numbers, but the thing is, why give 13 overs to Yasser Shah, put, give the 13, um, give extra overs to maybe Mohammed Abbas, or Shaheen Afridi, who are getting the job done, who are getting the runs, who are getting the maidens, who are troubling, upsetting the West Indies batsmen, and he leaked a lot of runs for how for the overs he bowled, only just the one maiden and 46 runs. That's a lot, I mean, for a bowler of his caliber. And then, I feel like all West Indies have a pretty good setup going. Maybe just, um, throw out their batting order a little. I mean, you've got a wicketkeeper who's coming really d down the order. So, maybe, you know, him instead of Kyle Myers and then Jason Holder to, you know, um, mostly... Um, finish off the innings um, in a style that Martin Brassweight did against England in the T20 World Cup. Um, remember the name. Um, so that's it for the cricket of today. Those were the big matches that went down. Um, and I'm um, sorry if this got a little boring. It's my first time. I'm going to learn. Um, then we have the Premier League going on too. Um, Brentford played Arsenal today. Brentford played Arsenal. Uh, and they beat them 1-0. It was a really shocker. I mean, Arsenal losing. Arsenal losing. Oh, 2-0. Sorry, my bad. Um, in the first game itself, I mean, I would expect them to, you know, at least get like a 3-0 win. Looking at the lineup that they played, a 4-2-3-1. Not a solid, you know, marksman up top, but yeah, looking at Brentford's team, newly promoted team actually, this would be a huge confidence booster at for them. Top of the table, obviously, just playing that one game, playing the first game of the Premier League. Now, first we're going to see Arsenal lined up, who's obviously a bigger team of bigger team than Brentford we're going to see so they started off with obviously Bird Leno and goal a really good player Ben White and P Mari Ben White was decent in the game and then P Mari was okay I mean he was he he looked 
he they were both decent. Kier and Tianri and C Chambers obviously came off for uh Reese Nelson. And then you have uh Granite Jack and Stambi Lokogna. Not too familiar with this player, I'm sorry. But I wouldn't if if I were the Arsenal manager, obviously, I don't know more than Mikhail Arteta, but I would actually play maybe Cedric or Mohamed El Neni, you know, who has who have already got a gist of Premier League football before, you know, because you don't want to be the you don't want to be the in the big six team and just losing to a newly promoted side. So I feel like Sami Logona was a not a very smart decision to play. He didn't look very comfortable. And then you've got in the midfield, well, in the wing spot in the cam. Gabriel Martinelli, Emil Smith Rowe, Nicola Pepe. Yeah, they were pretty decent. Then you've always got Bukayo Saka coming off the bench. Um Oh sorry. Um actually Nuno Tavares came on for recent uh Nuno Tavares came on for Chambers. My bad. And then you obviously have that Balogun guy. I wouldn't put past them playing <laughs> Balogun in the very first game because um Aubameyang has been kind of underwhelming these past few last season so you know trying out something different and then Reese Nelson obviously came on for them now speaking about speaking now Brentford David they obviously a newly promoted side from last year they couldn't win the league but they won through the different they won through the the uh, an external way, not illegally, but um, an external way. I'm not too familiar with the how the championship championship works, but I will get to know sooner. Um, so you obviously have number one in goal, David Raya. Decent. Um, you have Ayes. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing these players wrong. Um, I'm just an American who's making a podcast. I'm sorry. Um, Jansen. Um, Pinnock, the three at the back, Kenos, Onyenka, Norgard, Yalet, and Henri in the midfield, and then Buembo and Ivan Tony up top. I think where they struggled were the midfield, breaking down the five at the back, and then you have Onena and Jan- Janelt pushing back down, so it's basically playing a 4-3-2, but you've got You've got the little triangle of Nor- Norgard, Onea, and Janelt. You know, you've got the little triangle, and then you have Yassin just behind them to look out the pitch. And you have Ayer and Pinnock, who are really, you know, really decent defenders who can recover them their mistakes and everything. And they really know how to play with each other. And then I think what hurt them was Kanas and Andri cutting through and without their defense knowing because Kieran Tianri and Chambers, I don't think they were they weren't that aware on the pitch. What really hurt them was their back two, Ben White and P. Mari. Ben White, decent. I mean, I would actually play someone who's got experience because I wouldn't want losing to the straight up first game. You know, maybe pl- maybe sub him on later. You know, um, but yeah, I know he he played really well against Brighton. Uh, not Brighton, sorry, <laughs> scrap that. But yeah, I feel like. I feel like they really, really had a poor, poor game. And I think Mikel Arteta can really learn from this. You know, maybe switch up the formation, playing 
you know, 4-3-3 or 4-2-3 attack, depending. You've got Bukayo Saka. They didn't start Bukayo Saka. I would start Bukayo Saka over Gabriel Martinelli. He he played really decent in the Euros. Um, he's a better player overall than Martinelli, and I really feel like if they want to win, then I feel like Bukayo Saka should be in the starting eleven. And obviously, they brought him on. Mikel Arteta realized that that Gabriel Martinelli is just not cutting it. But back to Brentford, they 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 look really nice on the ball. They had most, uh, they didn't have much possession, but when they they got it, they scored when it counted, and they they got in the goals. They they were getting in behind, and they were doing it. They were getting the job done. As for Arsenal, they have no proper marksman up top. They had 22 shots compared to eight of Brentford. And they couldn't score. I mean, there weren't even players making in runs. Th- they don't have proper marksmen up top. I mean, like, ins- instead of signing, I mean, you guys have a lot of money. Like, Arsenal had a pretty, probably a pretty big um, transfer budget. Me playing career mode a lot, P.S. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would s- I would invest in a solid, solid striker. Maybe bringing a s- Ivan Tony in from Brentford, for example. Or, um... Not Erling Haaland, that would be too weird. But, you know, getting a proper marksman up top is really key. They had 22 shots. Look at the stats. It's so one-sided. 22 shots. Four shots. Only four shots on target. I mean, what were they doing? Were they spamming long shots from the halfway line? I mean, they're not Harry Maguire, man. Come on. I'm just 66 possessions. They were playing so nice football. But they just couldn't find the back of the net. 564 passes. 86%. Uh, pass accuracy. They weren't getting that many fouls. Um, not many offside. They had a lot of corners to pounce on, but they just didn't pounce on. They didn't pounce on any of their opportunities, which is just sad. And it's sad seeing them at the bottom of the table, even though it's just the first minute. And I think this is a really, really, really big one for Brentford. You know, to really, it's a really confidence booster for them. But Arsenal, they really need to look at their team get their team in order I feel like maybe switch up the formation um I feel like they 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 have Bukayo Saka and Nicola Pepe the one of the two best youngsters in the league and and Michael Arteta is not using them to their full potential obviously you all you want I want I would want Bukayo Saka to play Maitland Niles to play at the left back instead of Chambers Rob Holding, Cedric Souls, Nuno Tavares, Reese Nelson. Nuno Tavares is such a great player. Play him at left back. Not not left back, obviously, over Kieran Tierney. But, you know, maybe because P. Mari wasn't having a good game. Bring Nuno Tavares on. This is not FIFA that they will ru- lose ratings. Um, Reese Nelson, why you bring him up top? Bring him instead of Emil Smith-Rowe. No, not, he was having a good game. But they don't have a proper marksman up top, and that is the problem. They had so many shots to convert from. And they just didn't convert those shots, which is a really troubling sight to see. Um, but yeah, and I think this is nice for Brentford. And yeah, I feel like they can really, they can really pounce on this opportunity, and they can really, they can really, you know, be one of the great teams. You know, maybe be better than Aston Villa this season. I feel like they have the quality, they have the sheer quality and the footballing minds to do so but yeah um obviously um that's the only game that was the premier league opener for today this is the only game that has been 
played today. Obviously, we've covered cricket and soccer. Um, one wicket, one goal. I feel like you guys um get it now. But yeah, um, tomorrow if you guys want to catch it, EST tomorrow. EST Man United play Leeds 7:30 a.m. Um, I'm not sure if the li yep the lineups are not out yet. Um, there's a lot of games tomorrow if you guys want to catch it. Um, you guys will have to be if you guys watch on laptop you and you want to see all the matches you'll be toggling through a lot of tabs because 7:30 a.m. it's Man U and Leeds EST Leicester and Wolves tomorrow 10 a.m. Chelsea and Crystal Palace same time Watford Aston Villa same time Everton Southampton same time Burnley and Brighton at same time and then Liverpool Norwich New um tomorrow too so just to give you guys a bit of extra because it's my first episode, I'm going to give my predictions. So, Man United versus Leeds. I feel like Man United will steal it away from Leeds. Cause just because they've got Jadon Sancho and Rafael Varane now. They've got no one to very... Not, it's not being confirmed, Varane. But the whole world knows that <laughs> Varane has is basically confirmed. But they've got Jadon Sancho. It's a really nice signing. Um, Speaking of signings, I just remember that Big, uh, big Rom, Romelu Lukaku, has just um, made it... Has confirmed his deal to Chelsea, and we're going to be seeing back in Premier League after two seasons. Uh, really exciting, and I think they really needed it. I mean, they can play a four-four-two with um, obviously Mendy, Mondi in goal. I think that's how you say his name. And then you've got Rudiger and Thiago Silva at the back, Reese Nelson and Chilwell, um, the fullbacks, and then down the wings, yeah, and the right wing, left wing. You guys can always uh, Chelsea can obviously. Chelsea have a lot of options, you know, maybe either play Christian Pulisic, or, you know, they have a lot of options, or Callum Hudson-Odoi, they have a lot of options to choose from, and then, uh, in the midfield, obviously, you have to have N'Golo Kante, I mean, one of the best CDMs in the world, you don't play, you don't play him, you're a fool, and then maybe you have a bit of an attacking um, midfielder in Mason Mount, or you have more of a box-to-box, -box, since you're playing two strikers up top. Um, it could really go all the way, and then you've got Timo Werner and Lukaku. You could even play Kai Havertz, Hakim Ziyech down the right, Kai Havertz down the right, vice versa if you want. Um, but yeah, it could really be a belter. Uh, Chelsea really looks threatening. Um, but speaking about predict, um, but back to predictions. Um, yeah, I think two 0 Man United. Ooh, this is two one Leicester City. Uh, 3-0 Chelsea, I feel like. Chelsea is going to ease past Crystal Palace. Oh, Watford and Aston Villa. I think this is going to end. Nice to see Mel Maliano Buendia play for Aston Villa. It's going to be interesting. I think Aston Villa are going to steal it with a screamer from Emiliano Buendia. 1-0. Um, Everton, Southampton, a draw, 1-1. Burnley, Brighton, 0-0. No, no. Norwich, Liverpool, 2-0 to Liverpool. Uh, Newcastle, West Ham. 1-0 West Ham. Tottenham. Oh, wait, no. Tottenham uh, is not playing tomorrow. And Newcastle. West Ham are not playing tomorrow. My bad. But I'm still going to give you my predictions. Because I'm pretty sure a podcast is going to come out tomorrow. Episode 2. So, But you're going to hear my predictions then too. But I think West Ham is going to win 1-0 obviously. And Tottenham and Man City, they both have really good teams. I mean, seeing Jack Grealish playing, 
obviously not for the first time, but first time for Man City in the Premier League is going to be nice. But I think Man City is going to just just about seal it with the late winner, um, 2-1. But yeah, that's it for today's podcast. It's Auditor Alt signing out. Um, peace. Um, make sure you guys are watching all the games that are going on, cricket or soccer, whichever you one, whichever you're in whichever you're into and um yep i'm gonna be posting podcasts um obviously my how much i post is gonna downgrade since my school starts on september so maybe once a week i'll cover all of the news you know but um yeah it was really fun doing this and make sure you have fun and um if you don't like it tell me (laughs) tell me um but yeah thank you and peace